Welcome to the Spotlight series. Don't just survive, thrive. Most of us have experienced challenging times now more than ever. The key is how we choose to respond, whether we merely survive or thrive. My name is Nicola Steele, founder of JJP Talent Solutions, an Australian IT recruitment company. With over 20 years expertise, I provide insights on how you can transform your career to the next level. However, we are not just our careers. We are spouses, partners, parents, friends, etc., with a variety of needs and wants. In this podcast, I talk to a diverse range of experts from different professions, such as finance, law, psychology and health, to provide insights on how you can survive and thrive. I don't have all the answers. However, collectively, we can instill hope, clarity and inspiration. I hope you enjoy listening. I am delighted to introduce Kelly Prosser. Kelly is Director of Fluid Health with extensive expertise as an exercise physiologist and epigenetic health coach. Kelly, thank you for joining me on episode eight of the Spotlight series, Don't Just Survive, Thrive. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. So Kelly, um, tell me more about you and what you do. And also, what is epigenetics? I've not heard of that before. So I am an exercise physiologist. And basically, I prescribe exercise for people, much like a GP would prescribe a certain medication. And so I work with, um, you know, chronic health conditions. And, um, and my job is to help people manage their health conditions through exercise, which has a, um, a you know, a, a huge body of research behind it. And it is obviously a much more healthy way of managing health conditions as opposed to um, starting out on medication, for example. Absolutely. So like for back pain, neck pain, that kind of thing, or, or more than that? Yeah, so definitely all of um, the different types of aches and pains that you can get, but also lots of metabolic conditions. So things like um, diabetes and heart disease and cancer and um, yeah, connective tissue diseases, all sorts of things. Exercise can have a profound effect on all of that. That's amazing. So exercise can have an impact on uh, reducing your chance of having cancer. Absolutely, yeah. So um, maintaining a, you know, a healthy level of physical activity throughout a lifetime is actually a huge protective um, effect on preventing things like cancer. Wow. And I think you specialise in oncology, physiology as well. Is that right? Yes, exercise oncology is now termed, and yes, definitely it is. Um, the again, the research is so profound in terms of what can happen when you exercise regularly while you have cancer. So uh, you know, from down from being able to stick to chemotherapy protocols um, and receive the full dosage uh, to reducing side effects to enhancing the effect of chemotherapy or radiotherapy. Um, and again, looking at long-term survival, the, the more people are able to exercise, the better the chances are of surviving in that longer term and also preventing secondary cancers as well. And also with regards to epigenetics, what, what's, what's that? I've not heard of that before. 
So epigenetics is basically how your cells are coping in their environment at the moment or how your genes are coping in the environment. Uh, we think that we're just this solid state that, um, that we don't change, but in actual fact, we are incredibly receptive to our environment and we can switch genes on and off again based on our environment. And our environment isn't just, you know, the, the area around us. It also includes the food that we eat, how we relate to other people or, you know, the other people in our tribes, you know, that around us. It, it involves so many other different elements, um, not just, um, you know, the physical element of the, the environment around us. So it's, it's what we do as um, epigenetic health coaches. We use this incredible technology that um, looks at a person and, and, you know, how do we know whether one person should be a morning person or one person should be a night owl or one person should eat carbs or not eat carbs or go keto or, you know, that sort of thing. How do you determine one thing from another for all the different people in the world? Because, you know, we, we know on a, on a foundational level that we are all different, but health advice doesn't change based on those unique individual traits. So health yes. advice is the same for everyone and it's only just trial and error. The person has to try something, decide whether they like it or not, whether it works for them, before they know it's actually good for them. And so this kind of takes out some of that second guessing and just goes, okay, this is these are the things that are best suited to you and your body and your health at this present point in time. And the other beauty of it is... Um, it changes, it's interactive. So as your body changes, say for example, between summer and winter, your skin might get dry during winter. And so it changes the recommendations for you based on your skin being dry or your nails being brittle or you know a whole host of other things that it looks at. So it looks at how your, your body is right now at this present point in time and gives you advice about what you can do to improve it. That's incredible. So this is like the the personalized health aspect that you've spoken to me about in the in the past that's really revolutionizing healthcare uh, through like this futuristic technology. Is is that right? That is correct, yeah. So if we if we think about what the future of, of health looks like, it's being able to assess on the spot. Um, and very simply how a person's body is right now and what are the things that we need to do to um, get them back up to scratch again. And so at this stage, um, health isn't actually at all personalised. If you look at, um, you know, the evidence supporting medication um, and the differences between men and women, you know, generally mm -hmm. the dosages are tested for men but not necessarily for women. And at certain times of women's cycles, um, a certain dosage could be, you know, have a detrimental effect on women. So it's just looking at, you know, that we are all different and our, um, we need to be, you know, prescribed things differently and on a unique basis rather than just a whole host of, you know, um, all people are the same and some people respond to things, some people don't respond to things and, you know, the middle margin of people tend to get this result. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I guess, so it's looking at more holistic approaches like the food you eat or the exercise you do, obviously avoiding stress, 
not necessarily avoiding stress, but recognizing what is stressful for you, which might be stressful to someone else, and then giving tips about how um, how you can use that stress or how to dissolve that stress and so that that situation is not stressful for you anymore. That sounds amazing. That's, that's really, really good. And then you don't have to take lots of um, medication. You can do it more naturally. Yes, wow. that's, and that's the idea is to help people through more lifestyle factors um, change their, their health or improve their health without having to rely on medication as much. So it, may, it, it won't necessarily remove the need for medication in the first place, but the idea is if we can support our bodies as best we can, then we're going to eliminate the need for many different types of medication as opposed to, um, yeah, as opposed to needing lots of different medications instead. That's great. Well, thank you for that. I feel really enlightened hearing more information with regards to that. And I'll, I'll post some details in the show notes. And I think you, um, you've got a trial, have you, of that particular program for a period of time? Is that correct? Yes, at the moment, um, during this global pandemic, we are doing a 30-day free trial, uh, which also includes a 10-day um, reset, basically. So um, sort of a 10-day challenge to help people reset their health and start afresh. And then um, 30 days to um, put it into practice and to, to try and um, get started. It's certainly, the program is certainly um, complex and for some people it is difficult to use and, and certainly to, um, to make the changes that it suggests. And that's why having a coach is actually a really important tool um, or combination with this um, tool so that we can support you along the way and that um, yeah, you have a, a, a greater understanding of the bigger picture of this program rather than just, you know, what you see in your app. Fantastic. Well, count me in. <laughs> Where do I sign up? Um, so at the moment, my um, my website is having a bit of a revamp. So you're welcome to email me, kelly at fluidhealthco.com.au and, um, and I'll be able to you know, help you out and, and certainly offer you a personalised package from there. That's fantastic. Well, what I'll do is I'll share that email address, if that's okay, in the share notes, the show notes um, for people to contact you. Um, and also on a, a more general exercise and health basis. So at the moment, we have this pandemic uh, going on uh, and people will be concerned that they could potentially contract the virus and their overall health. So how can exercise assist, the, assist in boosting uh, the immune system? So the immune system is incredibly complex. However, what we know about exercise, and this is just on a really basic level, is basically when we exercise, we promote blood flow throughout the body. And what that does is it um, increases your um, your inflammatory markers, basically. So it gets all those in uh, the markers of you know the cells and things that circulate around the body, and it recognises where we have you know various little viruses or bacteria or issues around the body, and it helps clear those out. So it's like a big flush through the system, and then. Following exercise, our inflammatory markers are lower, okay? So exercise increases 
it increases our temperature, increases the blood flow, all that sort of jazz, clears the body out and then, you know, lowers down our inflammatory markers. And so we know that that can help protect us, basically, from external pathogens like viruses. So if we are doing the things that are right for our body, that looks after ourselves, including exercise and including eating well and managing our stress, then we're putting ourselves in the best shape possible so that if we were to come into contact with this virus, we're going to be starting on the best foot. And basically, if you look at the World Health Organization guidelines, this is the only thing that we have to fight this virus. There is no cure, there is no vaccine, there is nothing that we can do. There's only good hygiene and looking after our health and hoping that our immune system does what it needs to do to help us um, recover from this virus. So basically you're going to have a better chance by being in the best physical health you can be and obviously that's why older people are, are going to be more susceptible and the people that have issues with their uh, immunosuppressants. Um, what's the word? Is that the right yeah. word? Yeah. Immunosuppressed. Immunosuppressed, um, yep. Yeah, but um, it's, not, it's not just people who are immunosuppressed that are suffering um, with this virus. It's also people with um, heart disease and diabetes, um, hypertension, um, some lung issues like COPD. So it's not just those who are immunosuppressed. It is an interesting combination of, of people with other various conditions as well. Yes, definitely. And exercise obviously keeps you in good shape. As you said, it's giving you that cleanse, which um, is great. You gave a much more scientific description than, than I did. But what other health conditions can it help manage as well? Well, those exact same health conditions that I was just talking about. So things like diabetes, hypertension, heart disease. Um, yeah, all those metabolic kind of conditions, high cholesterol. Exercise is proven to be so beneficial for these kinds of conditions. And, um, and so we know that things like hypertension, we can reduce blood pressure just by implementing a regular exercise program. And so, you know, if we can get yourself started with some exercise on a regular basis, keep it fairly consistent, then that's going to um, help you manage these other conditions so, uh, so that you can stay on top of them a little bit better and help your immune system work a little bit better. Again, so, you know, if you were to pick up the virus, you're going to be in the better health as possible. Excellent. Um, and from an exercise perspective, obviously the gyms are closed at the moment, so um, which many people would have been members of. Um, and also other people who haven't been members of gyms and have been more inclined to sit on the sofa and watch Netflix. Um, what advice would you give for both regular exercisers and um, people that haven't moved so much in the past to really either set up or maintain an exercise regime? Uh, so I'll start with the people who haven't been exercising more recently. And my advice is anything is better than nothing. And so the thing about exercise is that it doesn't really matter what you do so long as you get yourself moving. Getting puffed is 
is ideal if we can try and get ourselves puffed and breathing heavily for at least 30 minutes every day, um, then that's going to be really beneficial for us. But we also want to do some strengthening exercise as well as some stretching mobility type exercise. But again, there is no right or wrong with any of this. It's just about doing what feels good for you. And that's sometimes one of the issues when starting out exercise programs, particularly if we haven't been active before, is that exercise hurts. It's hard work. Mentally, you're not set up for it. You know, you're not in the, that resilient space yet. It's not until you've been exercising for a while that you build up that mental resilience. And so I would just encourage people to just get started with anything. And so long as it feels good to get you started. And it doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes or, you know, and you build yourself up to 30 minutes. It's, that None of that matters. You know, I say 30 minutes a day, but if 30 minutes is unattainable, then by all means, scale it right back to 10 or 15. So just whatever is comfortable at that stage. And then build yourself up gradually. And so same thing when it comes to the people whose gyms are closed. The online world has just exploded in terms of exercise. There is, there, you can pick anything, just about anything, and you can find it online um, Yeah, at the moment. So it just really depends on what's your jam and just try different things. So things like, um, you know, Sydney Dance Company are running free classes. I'm running free classes online at the moment as well. There's just you just got to... Try a few different things and see see what's out there. There's probably um, lots of things that have been marketed towards you on Facebook or Instagram, for example. So just give things a try and see what you see what you like. I encourage you to. Um, there's lots of free things out there, but there's also um, people that are trying to survive in small business too. So um, I would encourage you to try and spend a bit of money on those people with small businesses, especially if you know you were seeing saying a personal trainer beforehand. Um, and, and now you're not seeing them anymore. If they're running online sessions, I would encourage you to support them and their small business um, to help them stay on top of things as well. Yes, I'm, I'm doing that actually uh, with one of the PTs from my gym uh, to support her. But also from a selfish point of view, we all get together in the morning virtually and it's like having your gym buddies back again and you have yeah. a bit of a conversation at the beginning this morning was very difficult at the end. It was Armageddon, Army Wednesday or something. <laughs> but, um, and also supporting this PT as well in her business. Um, and then I do a free yoga session on YouTube afterwards because this PT, she's this petite blonde lady, but oh my goodness, looks are deceiving. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and one of the other things that we do as a family, which after I finish talking to you, we'll do is go for a walk and a scooter and a bike ride and what have you to get some fresh air and some some family time, which is quite an easy way to get a little bit of exercise in as well. And uh, in terms of overall, what what recommendations would you give to stay healthy now in the short term and then in the longer term uh, future? Um, good, that's a really good question. So first thing is get yourself moving. And again, like I said, doesn't matter how you do it, um, just get started and build up gradually. Then find the type of exercise that really floats your boat. So 
what's something that really excites you or resonates with you or um, gives you those warm, fuzzy feelings, yeah? So that's, that's the sort of thing that you want to be following. And so for some people that's dancing, some people that's heavy weightlifting, if you've never done heavy weightlifting, it is amazing. I highly encourage you to give it a try. And because um, some people have got these strong bodies and these short legs and they're really good at lifting things and um, and it makes yeah. their knees and, and their whole bodies feel really great. Some people are driven to um, run marathons or, you know, but ride their bike for long periods and, and are really driven to be competitive and that sort of thing. And so if that's your sort of thing, then by all means give that a try and, and just um, jump on that band, bandwagon. But, yeah, Try a variety of different things and find what really resonates with you because that's the sort of thing that you're going to stick with for a long period of time. And that's what we want with exercise. We don't want to just be exercising because we have to. And we certainly don't want to be exercising because we need to lose weight. That is the least motivating thing to exercise. It is, it is so hard to get up early in the morning to exercise just because you want to lose weight. Exercise because you want to feel good. You want to feel strong. You want to be able to touch your toes or put your undies on in the morning. You want to <laughs> remove those aches and pains that bother you. And you just want to live life and, you know, be able to open up the jars in the kitchen and that sort of thing. It just, that's, that's what I want you to do. Do the things that feel good. That, that is so totally true. And it's interesting just yeah. in my little family, um, my husband loves running and he goes, come on, you must come running. I hate it. If I'm running, <laughs> it's because there's something very big and scary chasing after me. Um, whereas my eldest daughter loves doing Zumba and dancing around. Um, and then the little one just loves cruising on a scooter, on a bike. Just She just likes being free. And that's how she gets her exercise. So it's and as you say, you've got to do what you really enjoy and it makes you feel great. Yeah. Um, so and it really sets you up for the day. So, well, that's certainly the way that I feel. Absolutely. Well, that's fabulous, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, and I mentioned about your or you were talking about your 30 day free trial. Um, and I think you have um, a special consult fee as well. Uh, tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, so the initial consult is um, is a special. So it's $110 for the hour instead of $137.50. So um, it's just to get people started, to you know, um, give people a bit of an idea of what sorts of things that I do here and um, as an exercise physiologist and epigenetic health coach. And, uh, yes, and then we can, you know, formulate a plan moving forward. That's brilliant. And, again, I'll share that in the show notes uh, so that people can approach you directly. Well, thank you very much for sharing your insights and advice. It's been really enjoyable talking to you and backing up what I do know and also giving me lots of information about stuff I'd never heard of before. It sounds fabulous. Um, so thank you very much. You're most welcome. Thank you so much. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review. If you're looking for career advice, your next career opportunity or to grow your tech team, then please call me, Nicholas Steele, on 499 773 
546 or go to our website jjptalent.com.au. The Don't Just Survive Thrive podcast is part of the Spotlight series, which includes the YouTube channel Spotlight on Software Development. If you want more insights into the software industry, particularly tech startups, then subscribe to the Spotlight on Software Development YouTube channel. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>